This is Backdoor Boink, where we welcome every side of everyone. Please note, this is an 18-plus podcast. It's time to put in some earbuds if you don't want to answer awkward questions from your children, family, or friends. I'm Kayla, a certified relationship and intimacy coach. And I'm MJ, and I brought the lube. In this podcast, we explore the the behind-the-scenes of a weekly wellness topic reviewed on our YouTube channel. Our goal is to help you feel good be naughty. Thank you for checking out our After Dark, After Hours podcast. You can find more information, including our YouTube channel, social media accounts, events, Discord, and products at boinked.com. That's www.boink-ed.com. Now, let's get in that back door. Okay, so we are going to get some organization to this (laughs) to this chaos that we call a podcast. All right, that starts tonight. No, red, Red. (laughs) purple banana. Think purple banana, pineapple. (laughs) Is it upside down or right side up? What? Pineapple. The pineapple always upside down, baby. Uh Always. Uh huh. So we're going to make sure that we give a recap of the YouTube from now on, because I don't want to send people chasing everywhere. If they like podcasts, they like podcasts. Okay. All right. So we'll give a recap. Let me start with mine. I I won three games of solitaire. Oh my gosh. Don't even start with me. Can I just finish what the agenda is? I won't interrupt you again. Thank you. So (sighs) we'll start with a recap of what happened on the YouTube. Then we'll kind of give our own personal highlights that relate to that YouTube, the behind the scenes of our experience with whatever the topic was on the Wind Down Wednesday. And then we can go into general highlights about the business, the experience, whatever. And if we still have time, we'll just fill it with chaos at the end. Okay? What if we do the chaos first? So far, that seems to be what's happening here. Okay. And I blame you this time. Okay. <laughs> you, you look terribly offended by so that. take two, let's go. Take two, let's go. All right. So the Wind Down Wednesday. I'd have to watch it. I won three games of solitaire. Did you, did you really, though? Why do you think I have all these devices? Oh, my gosh. Well, it streams to three different places on Facebook. It streams to YouTube. And then you have one screen to help me with the backgrounds of, like, getting all the information up. I know. If I got all prettified up, I could, I could even turn my camera on and people could see me. We should do that one time. Maybe one time I'll just boop the button. Mm. I mean, I have your general consent to be a brat, and that would be a brat mode. It would be. Okay. All right. So that's cleared up. Just make sure my makeup's done and, you know, my hair's done. And Yeah, we got to get your hair cut first. Yeah. All right. So do you remember what the YouTube was about, the Wind Down Wednesday? Kinky stuff and making it wholesome. And making it wholesome. Yes. So the idea was finding some of the most edgy, those that we would consider edge play or something. It's all edge play. Well, No. So edge play, by definition, is the edgier side of kink. Things that come with higher risk or are considered even taboo amongst Mm -hmm. the BDSM community. So we took a look at some of the edge play style stuff or some of the more obscure style stuff. That's that's more. Yeah, Yeah. there's a a couple things that hit our list that were just obscure. Well, one in particular, in my in my opinion, one that I haven't come across with any clients. So the idea was 
to look at the foundation, like what's what's underlying those? And it all stemmed from last week's podcast. That's right. Yeah. So you want the building blocks. The building blocks. The Yes, the foundation underneath the kink. Yes, it's dirty. Yes, it's nasty and raw and hot and whatever. But what's underneath all that? What is it filling for someone? What need is this meeting? Does that make sense? Okay, but I can't speak for everybody. No, no. And everybody's experience with BDSM is different. Everybody's experience with kink is different. And that's one of the reasons that I love this line of work. It's really interesting. So it all stemmed from Littles. We were talking about CGL. Yes. Yep. Caregiver Littles. Littles, middles. Yeah. Teens. Don't forget the middles. Absolutely. And how these people essentially were really just taking self-care to a level of intimacy that we just don't see from day to day. So we had six new ones. Was there any one in particular that you wanted to start off with? Something that really touched home for you? Did it touch you deeply? (laughs) No, we didn't cover that. (laughs) No, there's nothing here that makes me want to go, let's start with this. Okay. So you can go in order. You can jump around. Well, it's just a recap of the YouTube. So we talked about how, for example, feet. Mm -hmm. The wholesome side of a foot fetish, all right, which is actually a foot kink fetish is specifically for no 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 fetish is attributed to inanimate objects it is all right we're talking about feet attached to a living body we're not getting into that whole like "Mm -mm, no we're not i'm not even gonna potato patata right here no Mm. okay fine i'm not i i you know you get it i get it i'm hoping most people out there understand the difference between a kink and a fetish inanimate and non-inanimate objects It's a foot fetish because that's what flows. That's what flows. It's got the alliteration. It just rolls for you. It sounds nice. So we'll jump on the bandwagon. I I don't Mm -hmm. have a foot fetish or a foot kink. However, anybody who wants to rub my feet are welcome to. You do not want to rub this man's feet. You could not pay someone to look at pictures of your feet. They are are calloused. You have... I hope you're not self-conscious, but your toenails are nasty. They're jacked. Many years of boots. <laughs> it, it does that. But a lot of what... So you get the standard. When we talk mm-hmm. about the wholesome of feet, the standard psychologist approach is that it stems from childhood. Right. Being a wee one crawling around, this is how you came in contact with your caregivers, your adults. But really from working with clients, because foot fetish is popular. It's huge. Yeah, it, it, it is. And unfortunately, I don't know about you, but what I picture when somebody says foot fetish is not the people selling their feet pictures. What do you picture? I, I picture someone like Elmer Fudd. Oh my gosh. Okay. On his hands and knees. Oh my. Massaging and giving a full pedicure to a set of feet. Maybe I watched too many Looney Tunes as a kid. Yeah. I don't know. Well, this is not the first time Looney Tunes has come, in up, come up in our podcast related no. to kink, so there's got to be know, something maybe, to that. Maybe it was Bugs and Daffy. Who knows? But that's what jumps into my mind is someone taking care of the feet. And that's exactly what I get from clients who have that kink is that it's an act of caring. It's mm-hmm. a, what, what we as a, as a relationship coach, we'd call that a healing touch, you know. 
I am giving this sort of care and comfort. And in particular, it reaches a level of intimacy because it's a part of the body that's so significantly overlooked. And it's also a part of the body where a lot of people go, ew, feet. I don't like my feet. I don't want to share my feet. I get it. Yeah. And this person is over here like, I love your feet. They're another part of you and they're gorgeous. And I want to worship your feet. I think that's pretty wholesome at the end of the day. At the end of the day, generally, yeah. I mean, you do always in everything get far left field, far right field. Yes, we're talking general, general terms. General terms. Yeah, that's that's a pretty wholesome, if you think about it. Still no. not for me. I'll go up the road. I'll pay per, for a pedicure. Yeah, I ain't touching your feet. Uh, all the more power to people out there. A, with a foot fetish, and B, that are not in a relationship with you. But neither of those situations apply to me. I ain't, I ain't touching your feet. Hmm. Sorry. I'll remember that. So the second one we went over was DS dynamics, dominant submissive dynamics. Are we talking bedroom DS or 24-7 or doesn't matter both? Doesn't matter However both. However you want to describe your DS. Yes. What is this? Okay. What is this fill for somebody? What is wholesome? What's the foundation of this? Taking care of and being taken care of. Yes, absolutely. For for me, it's that sense of protection, that sense of belonging and safety. Like, I trust you fully with my body, and I trust that you're going to hurt it in all the good ways. I'm not going to break it. You're not going to break it, and you're going to protect it from people that would. Because you can't play with broken toys. You cannot. Well, no. You cannot glue this puppy back together. <laughs> the look you're giving me. <laughs> All right, here's the obscure one. So the third one on our list was lunars. Mm -hmm. You know what a lunar is? Yeah. What's a lunar? Those are the people who enjoy balloons. Balloons. Whether it's playing in them, like a ball pit, or holding them, rubbing them, touching them, popping them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I came across this one in my education, I was like, there's a fetish for everything. There is. This is fantastic. What are the food ones? What are those oh, called? Um, Squ is it squash? Squashing? Well, yeah. Something like that. Anyway, let's stick with the lunars. Yeah, let's stick with the lunars. So because it slipped my mind. <laughs> we'll we'll go back to it. Go back to the food Splushing. one. Splashing. 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 Maybe I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's not one I come across very often. No. But the lunars mm -hmm. that actually stems from comparing the balloon, like the latex, mm -hmm. to a feeling of skin. So, like you said, rubbing it, touching it, and that fragility and that, you know, that sensitivity of the balloon. How we don't fragile. have any balloons down here, but... Um, actually, we do. do we, I was going to say, the best we could do would be a uh, prophylactic. A prophylactic? No, that's a different kind of feeling, because those are lubricated. That's all right. We don't yeah, need a balloon. No. I mean, some people just like the noise it makes when they... The rubbing <laughs> on it. Yeah. Yeah, the, I, can, I can hear it. I can mm -hmm. feel it just thinking about it. But it's not something that naturally comes to me as a, a sensual or comforting feeling. No. But I understand it now. But you have to take care of that balloon or it's going to pop. Yeah, exactly. Unless that's the goal. Unless that's the goal. And I think that side of things really is a affinity towards adrenaline, towards the, the when, anticipation. When's it going to pop? What's it going to yeah. take to pop it? Yeah, uh, adrenaline junkie. I, I get that. Yeah. I think in general, kinksters have some affinity towards adrenaline. That's why we get into this. We need that difference, that variety that comes with that rush of adrenaline and dopamine. All right. So the last three, they mm -hmm. were CNC. Okay. Uh, voyeurism and exhibitionism mm -hmm. and mummification and bondage. Okay. So for something as 
I almost said dark, but for something as edgy, right? Mm-hmm. CNC is one of the biggest edge play. It could be considered dark. I guess. It's all what you've outlined in your sit down, your negotiations of what you're willing to allow, what you're not willing to allow right. with, with that particular scene. But we were able to take something that is, quote unquote, dark, mm-hmm. this dark from the outsider looking in and find that wholesomeness inside mm-hmm. it, which was? For some people, therapeutic. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. People of trauma taking taking control yep. of their of their trauma and they reorganizing were, it. They had something happen out of their control. Mm-hmm. They're now setting up a scene with somebody who they trust. Yep. Who is going to reenact that scene with them, and they're going to be in control. Yeah. They're going to say when they can stop it and how it's going to go, and maybe rewire that trauma to be not as triggering triggering not as up in their face when something does trigger that memory yep well part of one therapeutic approach to things is exposure Mm -hmm. so for example i have the needle phobia and i had to slowly expose myself to situations that involved that i had to look at them online i remember sitting in parking lots yeah sitting sitting in a parking lot outside the blood drop place i couldn't get myself to go in but i had to go to the facility and finally i had to go to the door and finally i had to yeah and it's those slow exposures mm-hmm. that help people deal with the anxieties of of trauma so it overall was a really really interesting youtube in my opinion and i hope i didn't ruin anybody's idea of of kink <laughs> I'm just going back to vanilla. You kind of killed it for me. I did not kill it for you. The idea is not to kill it. It is to shine some light on this idea that we're not deviants. We're not bad people. Okay. Well, we we're, might, we're deviants. We might be deviants. Okay. But we that's, are. I that, speak for us. Yes, exactly. You and I. But that's a, that's a separate situation from the fact that we are kinksters or that we're in the BDSM community. It doesn't make us bad people to have these very human needs that we have found ways to fulfill. These are very wholesome, very natural needs. Mm -hmm. And we have found ways that are both pleasurable and exciting to fulfill them. Yeah, we have. So that's the recap of the YouTube. Now we have to take that and apply it to you and I, because as I said, we have found our ways. So you are a very interesting, curious creature to me. You are the enigmatic switch creature. Okay. What's a switch, for those that don't know? The thing that turns your lights on and off. Can I turn you off with a little flick? I mean, turn you on? Damn it. (laughs) Depends on the day. Depends on where I flick. (laughs) Yeah, that too. All right, so what's a switch? A switch is someone who will top and or bottom, who will be dominant or submissive. All right, so that means when we approach this for you, Mm -hmm. we have to approach it from two sides. Okay. Which is not generally my experience, because I'm definitely the sub side of things. I wouldn't even go that far. I'd say you're just the bottom. Just the bottom. Yes, yeah. I, I've never really... You don't really... To me, to mm-hmm. me, the word submissive has always meant somebody who's going to, like, obey rules and stuff. That's not you. And that's not me. So, a bottom. I'm that. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So, let's talk about your dom side of things. Okay. All right. Think about what that entails, what kinks that entails. Okay. And what about that fulfills you? Where's the foundation? Where's the wholesomeness? Well, let, let's be clear. 
just like bottoms have a couple different or subs have a couple different categories to fall under you know you got your service subs your good subs your you know your brats there's you know the dominant ones that they call master or Mm -hmm. sir or and then there's the caregiver doms caregiver doms daddy Daddy doms doms, service doms pleasure doms yep whatever all sorts What's the newest? They call them soft doms or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you, TikTok, for whatever you do and or don't do. So how would you classify yourself? More of the daddy dom approach. Okay. I don't give you orders or leave you lists. We don't, we haven't set that up. No. Again, We're not more submissive. of a, exactly. <laughs> but if you had a list... And you knew you were getting a little gold star or something in the end. You'd be all over that thing. Candy? Yeah, whatever. Okay. You get enough gold stars, you can have some candy. Oh. No, like like some candy each day. Oh. So you complete a task, you get an M&M. One M&M? Can it be a cookie M&M? Fine. Okay. Whatever. All right, we'll negotiate this more later. All right, so you're a daddy dom. That, what does that fulfill for you? That that would, That's where I would put myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm type A all day long. I don't want to come home and have to be type A all day, you know, all night long, too. So it allows me to be a caregiver to you, in a sense. And that fulfills something that you seem to need and or want. So it makes me happy. So even when my need might be a spanking mm-hmm. or some other type of punishment, mm-hmm. you're still taking that on as a caregiving role because it's something that's fulfilling for me. So therefore, it's fulfilling for you. Right. That's pretty damn wholesome, if you ask me. I mean, I don't have to. You don't. No. No dom has to. No bottom has to do these things. So outside of, you know, yes, it fulfills you in that Mm -hmm. emotional way. You do still have fun. I do. Okay. When we're out and we're doing something and you do something ridiculous or embarrassing. (laughs) Who? What? I would never. Or you open your mouth. Oh, that. I can give you that look. The daddy look. And you just stop. Yeah. And that is kind of fun. Okay, okay. Simmer down. Oh, come on. All right, what about your sub side? What about that? What's the kink that you think of when you think of being in sub and, and how does it fulfill you? What's the foundation of that? Like we discussed before, I don't really think about any particular kink. It's just me going... I need to check out, so tie me up. Bondage. Bondage. Sensory. Let me put earplugs in. Basically, put me in a little box, close the lid up, and just leave me there for an hour. And let me just check out. I will say that sensory has been a big one for you lately. Yeah. Absolutely. The no light, no noise. No light, no noise. Just let me... Decompress. Yeah, yeah. Knowing that not only do you not have to do anything, but you literally can't. I can't. I don't have to. And it doesn't even have to be a scene where there's other kinky and or fuckery involved. (laughs) It could just be, I need my little safe space. I need to decompress. My mind just hasn't stopped. It's like a little putting on their show and coloring in their coloring book and their blanket fort. It's your equivalent. It's, It's my equivalent. That's really I can stinking cute. Check out. That is stinking cute. Now, knowing the way that you get into the these sensory spaces, like I, I know that that's not for me. But that being said, your foundation, your wholesome side to your submissive space, 
is pretty much spot on for for what mine is. Yeah. Now you know you know what my safe space is. Yeah. It is the cupboard under the stairs. The cupboard under the stairs, pretty much. Pretty much. Harry Potter had that shit made. No kidding. But we're not talking about him no more because shit got weird. But anyway. Next? Next? No, my my wholesome is my crate. Mm-hmm. So what was it like two or three years ago? Yep. I got a message from a friend, a fellow kinkster mm-hmm. on Facebook, who sent me a link to the Facebook marketplace. I was like, hey, have you seen this? Oh. It was like a $600 crate. Yeah. What did we get it for? Like 50 bucks? 50, 100 bucks. Oh, yeah. He was asking, I think, 100 for it. He had to get rid of his dog. Yeah. Now, to be clear, this is not your black, thin wire crate that you can get, like, at most of the stores. This is a cage. This is made for a bully. Large, strong, bully style dogs. And we love our bullies. They ate through that wire cage. Oh, yeah. So. They needed something thicker. Yes. And that's what, yeah. Bullies are great dogs, but they are good chewers. They are also very smart escape artists. They're just, in general, they need something tough. So this thing has, you know, good steel bars all around. Got big door, got little door. So you can, like... Top opens up. Top opens up. It does all the things. I, I just remember getting that thing home and, oh, it slid into that perfect perfect alcove over mm-hmm. in the corner of the bedroom oh my gosh it it was meant to be it was i heard angels sing oh like that mm-hmm. <laughs> i hope not no i hope not why i heard a little out of practice i heard demons sing either way dun 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 but anyway the very first thing i did was throw blankets and a pillow and promise that i would not bring electronics into the crate because this had to be my unplug station. Mm-hmm. Now, I am allowed books. Yep, and you're allowed a reading light. Yep, books and a reading light. Uh, I can put podcasts or music on from outside, mm-hmm. but the phone or speakers or any controls do not go into the crate. The watch. The watch. The watch, yeah, my watch that alerts <laughs> me to like every little ping. It's actually sitting on the table in front of me right now. Must be dead. No, no, I, I just took it off the charger and I haven't put it back on yet. That's mm. that's the only reason. So my watch is my, my lifeline to like work and everything else. But when I was trying to think about the wholesomeness of being caged up, I instantly started to think about this picture when I was a child. I was, I don't know, three years old or something. And there was this little white cubby in the corner and it had, you know, two little doors. You, you opened them up and I could fit in there. Like an old microwave cart or something? Kind of, but it was uh, it was cut like a pie. Okay. So it fit into the corner, like kitty corner. Yep. And then had the two doors that open outward to either side. And it was off the ground. Like there was storage space underneath and the cupboard part was off the ground. And I could climb up in there. And there's a picture of me just chilling in that thing with a pillow and some blankies. And I'd close it up and it would be nice and quiet in there. Dark, just relaxing. Now you get it. Now I get it. Except I can't have just the quiet. Whose fault's that? Blame my anxiety. I cannot be left to my own thoughts, which is why your form of a safe space, your sensory deprivation, oh, no, 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 no. I'm willing to bet you could do it Mm -mm. if you had earbuds and were able to listen to music. See, but then that's not the same. Or a podcast. 
quiet music, just something. Some type of input. What is yeah. what is it? Johnny Five input. I need I need something, or my brain just spirals down the fucking toilet bowl, out of control. It does most days anyway. It's just not that dark spiral that it would go down if it didn't. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's my wholesome. That's my mm. my cage, my little safe space. And then of course, you know, my other big kinks, bondage, similar yeah. to yours, like make me sit still, make me be in the moment. I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything. I can't worry about my to-do list. I'm here. I'm in the now. Or the CNC, which we went over in general for people. Yeah. So, oh CNC. Oh, how I love thee. But anyway, so so I guess we need to sit down and renegotiate that. Yeah, we do. It's been a... It's been... Too long? Too long. Yeah. Always good to revisit the negotiations, mm -hmm. though. Flavors change. It's probably that it's been so long because it, you know, wasn't to my taste for a while. Whatever stress I had going on. Or you just can't get your head in the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's more like what it is. Yeah. Which uh, has a lot to do with the business. Mm-hmm. Which brings us into the third segment of the podcast. Anyway, there's a lot going on with the business right now. There is? Uh, yeah. Well, what do you think of the new website? Hey, I like the new website I built. Oh, uh, the who built? <laughs> who? Who? I'm about to come across this table. Oh, oh, man. I put pictures on. You? You? That's all I, I did. Download and I stole them mm -hmm. from your folder. Yes, exactly. You know what is involved with just getting a picture from our distributors? I have to download that as a zip file. I have to extract the zip file. I then have to rename those files to something that I can find because they're just like XSR79. Okay. Rename them. Then go in to paint for each and every one and resize them to something that fits the one-to-one -one ratio on the website. Then save, then upload. So you're welcome that you were able to take the pictures after all of that work and apply them to the product. You're welcome. I'm welcome. Oh, doms are just brats with power. I didn't have to do pictures. This is I, true. I could have sat there and played Sims and laughed at you the whole time. But then it would have taken more than four days to get the thing up and running. I took I took about seven, I would say six and a half full days yep. to put this website together. And I worked my days off Yep. from the time I got up to the time I went to bed just uploading pictures. Yep. So people who do websites for a living, uh, kudos to you because I'd have killed somebody I, if I, I had to do the whole thing from beginning to end. Yes. I, I know I'd take care of a several hundred page document at work that's my sole responsibility that I have to redo every year. And that takes me about three months from beginning to end. It sucks. Mm -hmm. But having to go and find these files and do this and do that and adjust. And, no, no thanks. No it thanks. was intense. But I went from like the first, I would say the first four days were from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed at like three o'clock in the morning. Rinse, repeat. But it was hyper focused. So by day five, I had hit a wall and it was just like dragging myself through quicksand mm -hmm. to get it done. But yep. I could see the light and it looks gorgeous. I think day four, you finally hit publish. Yeah. Yep. And just had the two sites going and one ported to the other. And yeah. 
The yeah. old website is still up because I have noticed that if somebody hasn't cleared their cookies or their browsing history, sometimes if they type it in, it will take them to the old site. So they should get a pop-up or a banner at the top that takes them to the new one. But whatever. new site, so much better. So much better. It's faster. It's easier to maneuver. It's pretty. It's got pretty transitions. Yeah. You're going to change the colors soon. I'm going to stick with the black and red for now so people do recognize it still as Boink. But then, yes, we will find other colors. I mean, Boink's color is rainbow. So I don't know how you translate that onto a website without it looking like rainbow unicorn farts. I couldn't tell you. Exactly. So we'll think on it. And then we've got classes coming up. We do? I mean, I do. I mean, you have Saturday night. Yeah, the I won't be class. there because dad duties and all that. Dad duties, yep. So I will be having the impact and spanking class where we talk about targeting and safety and techniques and people will get to explore all the different tools that are involved in that. Right. Bow, chicka, bow, wow. Can you hear that belt snap? Keep your belt on, yeah, pive. I don't have my good belt anyway. Okay, all right, all right. And then in August, mm -hmm. are you coming to that one? I better be. The munch. We're going to hold our first munch. Now, for those that don't know, what what's a munch? An informal get-together of like-minded people that want to talk about things and meet new people and hang out. Hang out. In a safe space. Safe space, not a play space. I was thinking picture an office party, but no, don't. <laughs> Just don't. When's the last time you went to an office party? Back when I worked in insurance, probably. Yeah, kicking and screaming the whole way. <laughs> actually, I, I wasn't because it wasn't my office. It was actually not bad for me. No, no. It actually wasn't that bad for me because uh, watching your coworkers get plastered is pretty hilarious. Hukilo had scorpion bowls. They had scorpion bowls back then. A lot of my coworkers took full advantage of that. But yes, I don't recommend insurance and it's a munch is not like an office party. It's more of a party, not a party, it's more of a hangout where you know that you don't have to be guarded about this particular side of you because the people the people that are there are into kink in one mm -hmm. fashion or another. They might be able to offer you tips. They might be able to share information that could help you explore new avenues. And you come and go in street clothes. Yes. Nobody nobody knows that you're coming to anything kink-related. You're not coming in your leathers or your pony gear, although... Unless that's your daily get-up, in which case, yeah, I'm jealous. The leathers or the pony gear? All. Mm. I would be a terrible pony. You would. Because I would either want to be like one of those full, black, beautiful stallions. And when I say stallion, I'm talking about the lower equipment, too. Mm, stallion or i am going to look like the prissiest rainbow farting unicorn to walk this earth and some part of me shrivels up inside knowing that my my goth youth is like what if you become do you want me to be your little pony i'm gonna refuse to answer that okay <laughs> okay that's fair I, I don't need a you know prissy little what was it my little pony yeah no <laughs> okay yeah i mean there's a there's a lot going on with the business and yeah that's probably had an impact on what we do and do not find time for find time for absolutely yeah. but as my listeners out there need to know you need to make time right do it, as i say not as i do easier said than done yes we also understand that 
Yeah. Especially when you get in the habit of pushing things off. Yes. But habits like that, you do. it does take an effort to break, but don't be hard on yourself if you manage to break that habit one day and then it's a couple weeks before you get the chance to do it again. Don't beat yourself up about it because like you said, we're human. We understand shit happens. Just go to your room and beat yourself off. Go to your room and beat yourself off. <laughs> I, self-love time. I'm all about it. Yeah. All right. You got to make time for that too, though. Make time for self-time? Self-love time? Yeah. I think a good balance of partner time and self-love time. All things in moderation and variety is the spice of life. I love the way you touch me. Doesn't mean I dislike the way I touch myself. Mm. It doesn't mean you're not doing the trick. It just means that different sensations are fun. Sometimes I like a spanking. Sometimes I like a caress. Same idea. Different sensations are fun. Note to self. You keep ice those, cubes. No, I was just about to say you keep those damn ice cubes away from me. <laughs> Temperature play. I'm not yucking on anyone's yum. It's just not for me. Not the cold part. Give me all the hot. Give me the massage candles. Give me the hot wax candles. Give me... You can take this to extremes even. I'm not going to go into detail on that one on this episode. But all things hot. Yeah. You should see her dancing over there in the corner thinking about this. Uh, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm doing a little shoulder shimmy. White girl can't dance. All right. No. (laughs) But this white girl can dance better than that white boy over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Story for another time. Another time. Yeah, I'll tell you all about the time that I took him to a dance club. But... I want to leave one particular kink out there. I want to see if anybody else can come up with something wholesome because it's kind of eluding me. Mm -hmm. All right. It's a kink that you do explore and at least a little bit, at least a little bit rears its head every time we're intimate. Oh, Mm -hmm. Hmm. what could that be? I'm going to start playing the Jeopardy theme song. You got it. What do you think it could be? It could be anything. I mean, look, look at me. I'm willing to try most anything once. Yes, but I'm talking about something that comes... Oh, okay, one more time because I was in the middle of talking. I want to make sure we get a nice, clear recording of that. Yeah, I'm sure you do. There we go. The growl, the primal, the primal and prey kink. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm getting really warm over here. Is is it, did it get warm in here? That wasn't even a good growl. It was when you started to bring the the snarl in at the end. That's what made it. I love that when you, it's not quite done and then you bring it back in. Mm. That's a good one. Anyway, how do you take something as animalistic as primal and prey and apply this to our wholesome theory? I, I don't know. Leave it for the listeners. Okay. Go to the website, leave a message. Yeah, the www.boink-ed.com. Go to the contact us. Yeah, send us an email, contact at boink. Leave us a voicemail on the Spotify app. You know, I was about to say that. You're a little slow tonight. No, you keep cutting me off. You know what? I have to go prepare for my spanking class, so... No, why you don't, don't you? Why you don't have you to go... go prepare for D and D? Oh yeah, I have Pathfinder. I'm gonna geek out. And I'm gonna go to bed. Okay, fine. I'll spank you tomorrow. All right, we good? Are we? I think so, except for one thing. I was gonna say, what would that one listener? I know. Suze would be so upset. Get your naughty limerick. Let's do this thing. This is how we're closing it out for tonight. This is how we always close it out. Just because I did it once to be a smartass. Yeah. How'd that work out for you? Uh-huh. There once was a man from Devizes whose balls were of different sizes. One was so small you couldn't see it at all. 
and the other so big it won prizes. <laughs> Wait, I do have a question before we go. Is that common to have one sack of your scrotum bigger than the other? One side bigger than the other? Yeah. Do you have one breast that's bigger than the other? That's why I'm asking because, yes, it's very common. I don't know if it's bigger necessarily than the other, but generally one hangs a little bit lower than the other. That seems logistically appropriate for, you know, where they're tucked and and how they situate. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Which might give the illusion of one being bigger than the other. Right. As where those of us with excess breast mass... I have very, you looked down, uh, I don't have very much excess breast mass, uh, but even still, yeah, one's bigger than the other. Like, they definitely don't grow to be the same size. I don't notice. Okay. I like what you got. Thanks. Itty bitty titty committee. Woo woo. Represent. Okay. What about my moobs? I love your moobs. They're beautiful. I, I love everything about you. I love your feet from afar, but I love everything about you. <laughs> All right, that's what we have for this evening. Say goodnight. Goodnight. I'm sorry you're here and having to put up with us. No, you're not. No, no You I'm not. love Torch. Oh, this little smirk. The evil little smirk that just came across your face. The worst part? Hmm? If they're here willingly, it's self-induced. It's self-inflicted. Yeah, you are a bunch of kinksters. And that's why we love you. And even if you're not a kinkster, we love you because you're here learning about it. And that open-mindedness is just what we need to break the taboos and make sure everybody's getting what they need to explore safely. All right, that's it for us. Thank you so much. Be sure to check in with us next week. Reach out if you have any questions. Leave a voicemail on that Spotify link. In the meantime, stay you, stay beautiful, feel good, be naughty. Bye. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. I started Boink in 2022 with the goal to create a safe environment and culture for all genders and sexual orientations, to learn about and embrace every part of themselves and one another. We offer workshops, events, and various inclusive products, along with consultations to make sure we take a holistic approach to enhancing individuals' sexual satisfaction with themselves or their partners. I believe that when you accept yourself and your partner on the most intimate of levels, it filters out into your daily life. The World Health Organization recognizes this, saying sexual health is fundamental to the overall health and well-being of individuals, couples, and families, and to the social and economic development of communities and countries. So as long as you'll have us, Boink will be here. Kink-affirming, gender-blurring, sex-fulfilling. And you can find any of our details at www.boink-ed.com.